to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. And now, Hammer and Nigel go off the rails with Rob Kendall on 93 WIBC. Oh, it's that time. You know what time it is. It's the Hammer and Nigel show, and it is time to go off the rails with Rob Kendall. Rob, how are you? I'm great. Thanks, as always, to our segment sponsor, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. Now, can I say this? The Garage Doors of Indianapolis team came out, fixed my dad's garage door opener the other day, put a new one in. It is fabulous. Those guys do the greatest work in the entire world. That's why they're the greatest garage door company in the entire world, Garage Doors of Indianapolis. How is Magic Mike Kendall doing? Well, he's grumpy and conservative, same as always. <laughs> well, the uh, the apple doesn't fall too far it's, from the tree, you know, does I'll, it? I'll uh, come home, and of course my dad is my neighbor now, and I'll venture on over there. Hey, Dad, how's it going? Sounded like you were having too much fun on the radio today. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into some of the fun that you talked about today. Uh, this was something that you broke on the air yesterday that the Republicans and the Indiana General Assembly have decided to cave when it comes to eliminating CRT in the classroom. Yeah, this is the second year in a row this has happened. And Hammer, you can never underestimate the Indiana Republican Party's ability to cave and cower to the angry red-shirted teacher crowd. I mean, it is uh, absolutely unbelievable how a group of people who would never vote Republican if their lives depended on it absolutely control the Indiana Republican Party. Which is bizarre because if the roles were reversed, if the red T-shirt wearing teachers um, had the chance to save any conservatives, do you think they would do it? Well, and this is the problem, and we, you know, we talked about this for years on on this program and and this segment about people blindly voting Republican no matter what. And the Republicans know that no matter what they do, there's the majority of people are so afraid of Democrats that they're always going to vote Republican. So what you do, and it's a natural tendency, right? Like people do this in business or other places, you're always going to cater to the customer you don't have. And in the case of conservatives, look, we don't show up. Because we vote for people. We view the election right as showing up. Like, we elected you to do the right thing. Now go do it. When the Democrats and the le- the far left, of which the overwhelming majority of the angry red-shirted teacher crowd are, are card-carrying members, they're willing to get mad, they're willing to get loud, they're willing to get nasty. And so these Republicans down at the State House, in this case it was a Senate committee, are just very weak, cowardly people who say, well, screw that, I'm not going to do the right thing that the people elected me to do. I'm just going to get rid of these angry red-shirted teachers because I'll just keep getting elected regardless. All right, so a couple things with this, and I agree with you 100%, but you know as well as I do, even if there was a piece of legislation that would ban critical race theory from the classrooms, right, it would still be taught because that's the trend around this country. Ron DeSantis figured that out in Florida pretty quickly. You can have a class called African-American studies, but guess what? It ain't African-American studies. They will shove a bunch of crap to try to indoctrinate your kids in at any given opportunity. Yeah, so think about how they've maneuvered just in the past couple of years since this has all come to light. And it really was the COVID kids learning from home and parents saw what was happening that brought this to light. So with CRT, then it was, oh, we're not doing uh, CRT. We're doing SEL, social emotional learning. Well, that's just CRT. 
well, we're not doing SEL. We're doing DEI, diversity, equity, and it's all the same crap. And because these lawmakers here won't actually fix the problem. I mean, the actual way to fix the problem is say, we're going to have school board races be voted on like every other race in the state. And you're going to put an R next to your name, or you're going to put a D next to your name, and you're going to run for public office the same way everybody else does. The Republicans don't actually want to fix the problem. What are the chances of that happening? Because I know it was presented in front of lawmakers in Indiana this year that school boards would have to have an R or a D next to their names. Any updates on this? Does anybody know? There's as much chance of that happening as me throwing a no-hitter in Game 7 of the World (laughs) Series this year, Hammer. Hammer, can I give a real-world example of what I'm talking about here, about how shifty and deceptive and not transparent these public schools are? Because I gave it on your show, but I, I know a lot of people listen to yours that are working or whatever during mine and vice versa. So went to the Brownsburg school board meeting on Monday and it had come to my attention from a little birdie who was underneath the superintendent because you know me, I got the birdies everywhere. and just They because, travel well. Well, just because somebody needs a paycheck doesn't mean they don't totally despise the bull crap that you know, people <laughs> at the state house or in this case the Brownsburg Community School Corporation is, is pulling. And they, they sent me a little document that uh, was getting ready to be presented at the school board uh, meeting was my understanding. Uh, in fact, it was marked uh, January 23rd was the day of the position was created called director of student learning and you look then you go okay well i kind of thought the teachers were already the directors of student learning but uh, you know we always need another administrator as you and i know that the administrators aren't making nearly enough and there aren't nearly <laughs> a, enough of those and hard to believe why teachers don't get paid anything uh, with the administrators gobbling gobbling up the salary Quite a bit of cash involved in being a school administrator yeah and you know the, the, leading up to this of course a year or so ago two years ago brownsburg had hired a dei coordinator among amongst immense community opposition and they said no it'll be great and then turns out that that person uh, well they described it as it didn't work out was what the superintendent said and the job remained unfilled and just a month or so earlier in fact the superintendent had told multiple parents yeah we're not uh, filling that that dei coordinator position again because that person didn't work out position didn't work out and and we've kind of recognized that didn't work great so i'm reading through this position thinking, why did this person send this to me i'm reading 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 then you get to the job description and Once you start reading the actual job description and the words are even there, diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, of course, I put it out and, you know, we got a few listeners here and a few people that follow our show and pay attention, even though we're told nobody listens by the third crowd. But uh, quite a few parents came to the school board meeting and raised their hands and got up and said, well, what is this that, you know, Mr. Kendall has exposed that you told these parents no more DEI and then here's DEI. And you know what the superintendent said at the end of the meeting, because he he did address this hammer. He said, uh, well, we're not bringing back the DEI coordinator. So, you know, I was honest when I said that. But every job now in the Brownsburg Community School Corporation has a component of DEI to it. Every job. Every job. So I guess the lunch ladies, the janitors, we all... Math teachers. We all... Diversity, equity, inclusion, they all they all have a, a Hold DEI. on one second here. Now, again, I am not a teacher. I did not get my degree in educational studies. Why do we need to involve racial anything with math it's numbers it's calculations why does there have to be some sort of dei component to math i believe the phrase you're looking for hammer is addicted to radical leftism okay that's what it is so the, the point in all this though is good lord you've got a position that the community was against they did it anyway because that board mike wells and eric hilton and katie dixon she went on the board at the time but jessica heffernan the the radical leftists who ignore the community they hire this dei 
DEI coordinator. She's a disaster, just disappears. Superintendent admits the position didn't work out, tells parents, no, it's not coming back. They just bring it back under another name because they don't have the guts to bring it back again. And this is the continued deceptive behavior that is happening in school corporations all over the state. And the Republicans won't do a damn thing about it. We spoke with Tony Kennett yesterday. And again, it cracks us up when people come at us on social media. What's CRT? It's not being taught in schools. I work at X school and nobody teaches CRT. That's funny because Tony Kennett seems to have a whole packet, a whole email file of all the bull crap they were trying to shove down people's throats. That's why he was blackballed from IPS, because he was the whistleblower for all this nonsense. And the Republicans in Indiana know exactly what's going on. They know exactly what's going on in these school districts. They know the deceptive behavior, and they are too afraid to do anything about it so nothing's going to change which is why more i mean a a cavalcade of people are pulling their kids out of the public education system either going to homeschooling or private schools because the indiana republican party sucks but what's the solution hammer i guarantee you in this new budget which will be about five billion dollars bigger than the old budget 50 percent or more of that money will go to public education that's 20 billion dollars or more and the republicans will say well we've got to do something about public education the answer is to not throw 20 billion dollars at it <laughs> he is going off the rails he's robbed kendall from the kendall and casey show so we're talking weed at the indiana state house and every year it feels like there's a couple more baby steps involved with the legalization of marijuana now, I'm not going to lie to you. I have not smoked weed, touched weed since I was in college. You were talking about 20 plus years down the road here, Rob. But the other states around Indiana seem to be making pretty good money on the legalization of marijuana. Where are you at? Well, the theme of uh, today's off the rails is cowardly behavior from the Republicans because they had this hearing on weed and they come out and say, yeah, we're having this hearing on decriminalization, but we're not going to vote on it this year. Which means what? It means you're wasting everyone's Thank time. You. And they're doing this because they don't want to actually help you, but they want to give the perception that they're helping you. Same thing they're doing with property taxes, right? They passed this property tax bill out of committee, 65 pages. You have to have a PhD to understand it. And then the head of the committee, Jeff Thompson, head of Ways and Means, comes out and goes, yeah, uh, this really, and of course I'm paraphrasing here, this uh, is going to change a whole bunch between now and the end of the session. So we'll let you know, like, uh, you know, April, what we're going to come up with on property taxes. <laughs> the session ends in April, hammer! <laughs> but this is the same thing they're doing with the weed bill. They're not going to go against Holcomb because they're all petrified of Holcomb. Why? Because they don't want to end up like Curtis Hill. That was what the Curtis Hill saga was all about. Even er though Holcomb is a lame duck at this point. He can, it's not, Holcomb's like, you know in the movies where the villain is just a face for other villains? Holcomb <laughs> is just a, and there's always another bad guy on top of that bad guy. That's just what Holcomb is. He's just a face for a There's group. a Darth Vader. There's an emperor. Yes. The, the, the money people, the people who control Holcomb, that's who they're <laughs> petrified of. And they will not go against Holcomb. So what they do is they know people are sick. They know people are suffering. They know there's zero reason to get people hooked on dangerous opioids when legal. Okay, so stop right there. I want to back you up just a little bit. So we're not just talking about somebody that wants the green light to light up a doob in his living room, hit the bong in his living room. This would actually help some folks that are suffering from some ailments. And we've heard for a number of years that opioids 
which are being used to treat a lot of this, are a big problem here in Indiana. We're talking about someone under a doctor's supervision being able to, it's ALS, cancer, PTSD, whatever, being able to use Medicinal uses. Exactly. 85% of Hoosiers in a recent poll supported it. It's a total win. The reason they will not do it is because they're afraid of Holcomb, and the reason Holcomb will not do it is because he is totally beholden to the big pharmaceutical companies. And people are suffering because of it, and it's gross. But- the bigger question, though, why are they still afraid of Holcomb? This is a guy that's not going to have a job in a couple of years. He can't run again. He's term limited out. Last time I checked, the polling shows he would get his ass handed to him in a House race, his ass handed to him in a Senate race. I don't even know if he's interested in running. Yeah, but that's a cabal hammer. Like, look at what happened to John Jacob and Kurt Nicely, the two guys who, when you go against Holcomb, you're going against an idea, right, a group of people. And look at what they did. They spent a million dollars in the primary to get rid of those guys. These these Republicans know they're super safe. They just care about being in office. And as long as they don't agitate the governor or by default the governor's people, they'll be fine. John Jacob and Kurt nicely learned if you speak up, they will spend in they will spend way more money to get rid of you in a Republican primary than they will to elect a Republican in the fall. It just floors me that we have probably the best sports betting bill in the country in Indiana. We finally legalized Sunday sales. It's wrong, but they still legalized it. Like, they screwed up the hours and, all right, fine. They're so picky about the vices you can have. And with medicinal marijuana, I'm not even talking recreational, medicinal, they're still afraid to legalize it, despite the fact all of our neighbors have, basically. Things get legalized if the right people want it. That's what everything that happens in Indiana. The right people wanted sports betting, so they wrote a great bill. The right people didn't want full-out Sunday sales, so you didn't get it. You got a ridiculous, like, what, you turn into a pumpkin at 8.01 or <laughs> 11.59? I mean, it, it, this is the way it works. Donors and lobbyists control that state house. Last thing before we let you go here, Beach Grove Police Department has renewed yeah! with On Patrol Live. Yeah! Uh, another 90 episodes have been promised by Reels to On Patrol Live. This is a program that's near and dear to our hearts. Yeah, we've got to, as the biggest On Patrol Live fans out there, we've got to get a ride-along on one of these sometimes so that we can be on TV and say hello to Sean Sticks Larkin and Dan Abrams. Officer Rinks, if you're listening to this program right now, you know where to find me. I'm around Beach Grove. We are the biggest fans of this show. We want to ride along with On Patrol Live. Is there any greater jolt to you at 11.50 on a Saturday night? You may be three sheets to the wind when you hear Dan Abrams say, let's go to Beach Grove where there's an incident at the Walmart. <laughs> there's a lewd nude due to the news at the Walmart. He's off the rails. He's Rob Kendall. Thank you, as always, to Garage Doors of Indianapolis for sponsoring our segment. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. We're coming right back.